A green cliff of water towering. It rose higher, higher. Her hands were pressed into her bulky life jacket. Mama, help me. Seconds only, and it came towards them, rearing, bringing with it bodies, debris, broken lifeboats. Nearer and nearer, higher than ever, crashing down onto the deck, smashing into them, frothing and bubbling as it swept up her eleven-year-old body. Her buttoned shoes were torn from her feet, down now, down, down into the blackness. The weight of the world, of the whole ship, on her head. Then, as suddenly, she was pushed up and up. She was fighting again, thrashing up into the sea, above the sea. At first, it was darkness. Sacrum you Jesu, Mama, help me. Trying to call out, no sound. Her mouth full of water. Bodies thrashing around her. Drifting wood, chaos, moaning, weeping. Such a weeping and wailing. A man beside her, floating dead. She was with others, yet utterly alone. Sunlight, high above them in the afternoon sky. Then she heard the voice, Maria, hold on, Maria, and saw, coming as if from nowhere, his face, a face she knew and trusted, the face of certain rescue. Five days ago in New York, standing amongst the crowd, at Pier 54, and waiting to go on board. She had been happy. The Lusitania. Why, it's as tall as a hotel, she had thought. A floating hotel, six stories high, rising out of the water. The bustle, the clamor, people waiting to wave goodbye, hawkers selling miniature stars and stripes and union jacks, photographers, cine-camera crews, all that noise and excitement, and I'm part of it, she'd thought proudly. The loading on, luggage, and more luggage wheeled up the gangway, the scores of hat boxes and cabin trunks piled dizzily on the trolleys, and some of it is ours, mine and mama's. Five years ago, arriving in the States from Sicily, their possessions had come wrapped in cloth and sacking, and tied with string. Now, for this journey, she had all these dresses and skirts and shoes, thanks to Mr. and Mrs. Ricciardi. Everything was thanks to the Ricciardis. Thank you, thank you, she had said, and so had Mama. But Mrs. Ricciardi told them it was nothing, nothing at all. It was just so that Maria might feel at home with the other children, for they were to travel first class, as did the Ricciardis and their four children and nurse, Gina. Mama must be near at hand always to look after the baby, Ettore. Mama did anything Mrs. Ricciardi asked. All she wanted was to please her. Maria felt the same. 
Happiness was America now. It was New York and living with the Ricciardis instead of in a tenement. It was the change in their lives from when Mama had been a kitchen helper and then done washing and sewing for Mrs. Ricciardi. And from before that, when Papa had been sick from a bone disease and dying. Days of being so poor, they wondered whether tomorrow would happen or who was to take care of Sicilian immigrants who fell on hard times. The change had come about because only Mama could stop little Ettore crying. The youngest Ricciardi child, who'd cried day and night, almost from birth, who refused food and grew peaky,